On this episode of Intent Topics, we'll be talking about how content can be leveraged in very different ways. Logan, how's it going today, buddy? It's going, dude. Oh man, living the dream over here. So today I want to talk about how um, how to leverage content and how content can be leveraged in, in very different ways. And uh, it's a discussion I think is really relevant because uh, so much of what we do, kind of me on the marketing side, you on the sales side, all of it, so much of it comes down to content creation. And, and the way that it's used is very, very different. And I wanted to have a discussion about that, right? You down? Yeah, absolutely. You down to jam on that? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So I think predominantly, and I don't want to put, you know, I, I don't want to box this in, but I think predominantly this conversation is somewhat how marketing would use content versus how, not even versus, but how marketing would use content and how sales would use content. But it doesn't have to be a competition, but I want to talk about how they are different, right? And there's probably other actually departments that would use content, right? But this is the main mm-hmm. discussion, right? And and the first thing that comes to my mind is, is this kind of dichotomy about how with SEO, uh, search on, on trying to attract people to your website, whether you pay for it or not, um, it's all about the content that will bring the people in. And it can totally suck, right? It, like yeah. how many times have you and I both been brought into a website and you think you're going down the right path to whatever you're searching and you get there and you're like, oh my God, this is so weak. This is so thinly veiled. There's nothing here, right? And then I want to talk about how in sales, you absolutely cannot get away with that or it's dead. Right. It's not even worth the effort, right? Am I wrong? No, man. So in in like outbound sales you know, what we see a lot of the times is if you put in front of somebody a blog article that's like not a powerful blog article or you put in front of somebody a deck and it's yeah. it's just kind of blah, mm-hmm. you don't go anywhere. Um, if right. you put to get, if you put in front of the, the prospect a piece of content that's really powerful, you know, it will generate a conversation. And I think the qualifier here is, I, I don't think that this is a, um, t- traditional sales versus marketing conversation. I think mm-hmm. that this is a, a, a conversation around channels. Um, mm-hmm. As we as we're talking about this, it's mm-hmm. like you totally. know, SEO is one channel, PPC is one channel, LinkedIn. Yep. You know, the different yep. social networks all have have their pluses and minuses. You know, you 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 go to Instagram. I wouldn't I wouldn't use an Instagram. I mean, we have with a lot of context, I wouldn't use an Instagram post in my sales outreach. As I said, Mm -hmm. there's time for everything though. So it's like, it's like so often what Google is rewarding from an SEO standpoint Mm -hmm. is not necessarily engaging from a sales in the sales game. In fact, I think they, they, they ding a lot of like, you know, if it's, if it's image heavy, you know, Google can't decode an infographic, right. Or, or something that can be used in the sales process. So, um, I think when it comes to, to content, the channel is important, but then it's like, if you're asking me, where should, where should a a company really spend their resources on? Will it be creating highly engaging content and Mm -hmm. deploy it 
in a more mm-hmm. outbound fashion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. I guess the first thing that comes to my mind is like, um, and maybe I'm, I might compliment you here is like, but with sales outreach and specifically right now, it's like you have probably the highest bar possible <laughs> to have quality content or you're right. totally screwed. Whereas, yeah. you know, let's face it, you know, a marketer could spit out a, an infographic or whatever people are even doing that anymore. Right. And, and it's still maybe get some views. Right. And so, but if you on a sales outreach email or, or a phone call where you're trying to talk to someone, um, you're dead in the water. If that thing doesn't have uh, it, well, a, if it's not good quality, it's not B, if it's the yeah. wrong, right. Yeah. Wrong audience, not right. engaging. You're no, and, and that happens to us every day. You, me, everyone that could ha- possibly listen to this. We get the wrong stuff in our inbox every day. I can point yeah. out three, you know what I mean? So yeah. that raises the bar for you, you know? So that's, right. that's going to be challenging. And that must be on your mind every time you create some content, right? Yeah. So, so I think there's, there's two different, there's two different sort of categories of content. There's the content that we're putting into the emails and then there's the actual content that we're deploying, right? So are we yeah, driving somebody to, to, to a, click through to, a, to or yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, mm-hmm. and, and I think the, the hyperlink, the click through, um, you know, I know there's a lot of people on LinkedIn right now talking about, um, don't gate your content. I don't believe in gating content, but, Mm-hmm. Don't cold email somebody and attach a deck. That's a good way of getting all of your, you know, every single email you could possibly send um, blocked by by website blockers if the if the uh, you know server doesn't recognize your email. So yeah. the idea is mm-hmm. like deploying really quality content as an attachment with some consent is a very powerful way for a salesperson to get to to start a conversation. So mm-hmm. I think like. When we look at content creation, the, our clients, the best, the best performing clients, it is 100% of the best performing clients have the best content. Period. Okay. Really? But they don't so necessarily talk- have the best websites. And, and I think that that's a, that's a difference in the content. And so, yeah, you know, if we, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a really important point. Yeah. So if we, if we put this in, in terms of like, you know, we get back to the channel, right? So SEO, how, how does that work? Well, you put content in Google, Bing, different search uh, engines are going to crawl it. They're going to categorize it. Good. So then what's going to happen is there, you know, if it's relevant from a search perspective, then, then that's great. Um, pay-per-click, you know, you're driving somebody, you're investing money to get that click. You're driving them to that page. You need to get a result or, mm-hmm. you know, you're not going to see the ROI. And a lot of times in like in pay-per-click, you know, if you're not getting an ROI, it's not like that's, you're not like building awareness because, because you're kind of, it's kind of a bottom of the funnel. So then you go into social, right? And so we start to look at how content is sh- shared in social and, you know, it's shades of clickbait. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it doesn't always match the, you know, and I think sales content can be deployed, but once again, if you're spending money on an ad to, to, to use that, to propagate content, you're going to want to see ROI in some way. So once again, mm-hmm. is right. it as strong a content that it could be? No. So that's where like with intent data and technographic data, we can start to build this content that is incredibly relevant to the people, what they're researching right now. Because you can kind of see, all right, they're on this platform. 
they they're clearly on this platform. They're you know it looks like they're researching topics related to this. Let's create yeah. content that plants right in there. I don't need to care what Google thinks. I don't need to care about mm-hmm. yeah. what yeah. social things. I'm going to mm-hmm. write email outreach. I'm going to make a phone call, getting that consent to send that. And I think that that is an important difference between marketing content and sales content, which is mm-hmm. the channel. Yeah. Yeah. I, like something that came up earlier is like, you would never go to Twitter to see beautiful pictures of like where to go on vacation. Right. You just, sure. it's not there. It's not the outlet. Right. Right. It's, I mean, granted Twitter to me seems like basically uh political business kind of boringness, whereas Instagram's like visual, whereas Facebook's yep. like friends and family, whereas LinkedIn's like kind of a happy meeting between. Yeah. You go to grow. grow. Yeah. You gotta grow. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So yeah. I guess, I guess being, um, a content creator myself on more of the marketing side, like what's your favorite, uh, you know, as of lately, what's your favorite type of content that you like to use knowing, you know, the audience you're, you're reaching out to being in an outreach position. What, what are you yeah, happy yeah. with lately? Well, I've been happy with the same stuff, right? So, you know, it's, it's beautiful case studies, it's decks, it's all the things that we can build a story around and then tell those mm-hmm. over, over average touches. Yeah. What I'm, I'm really beginning, you know, and, and this is kind of you and I getting into is this, is this video content. And what I see is oh. like, there's this whole industry around like how to get your videos found and how, you know, it's like optimization and all that kind of stuff. And we're running those yeah, playbooks, right? Because we're, we're, we're doing d- it. We're trying every day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But then I, but then I see, like, I see like the content, you know, like I create a piece and I'm like, damn dude, like I can, I can try to optimize this and do all the keyword stuff. And you know, you're doing a good job there, but it's like, what about just, just, getting that in front of the people that I want, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Email copy that gets a, a, a 10% click rate, um, follow up with it. Like people are going to, that, that it becomes like this very shareable, you know, transferable mm-hmm. piece of content. If you're, yeah. you know, if you're, if you're kind of placing yeah. it within the audience that they we're going after. And that's, yeah. I mean, that's what we're going to do in 2020. We're going to start using video content, as not necessarily as, yeah. like the, the Vidyard or, you know, bomb bomb kind of like video sales emails. No, we're going to use video content to, to build that narrative in a way that, yeah. you know, people might be able so, to consume it yeah. more easily. So, so like on that, um, I, I'm just naturally, I'd rather consume a video than read a, heavy ebook or something. Right. And so yeah. I, for us, and you maybe know a bunch of this, but I just want to kind of re- reinstate a, a lot of like our thinking here is like, I knew that I liked uh, to consume video or like when I search something, I usually search it, see what's on the first page. Then I flip to the, to the videos tab to see what it, that's like just kind of my nature. And I know a bunch of, uh, I have a bunch of friends we've talked about this and they're the same way, friends and colleagues. And uh, going into that, my thought was always like, Oh, you have to create content via video. It's it's a bit more of a challenge, right? It's more physical. People see you. There's there's graphics. There's lighting. There's there's a lot more to it. And I thought that alone was the reason it was more important, right? And it, I thought it was about the consumption of the the content, the way 
you know, that people are sitting literally just like, all right, if how are you consuming it? Like I don't have time to read it. I need to see it or whatever. Then I realized all the stuff that we've been learning the last, you know, eight weeks plus on how you can optimize it. I didn't even know that was at that level. Right. And um, so a bit of a digression for the concept of this podcast, but it's incredible what you can do and where you can optimize. And it's just like, it's just like a website. Right. And it's, it's, um, you know, every uh, like file names matter, alt text matters, uh, descriptions matter, meta, all that stuff matters. And it's really effective, like really, really effective. Right. And there I was thinking that it had to be really great quality. And I'm not saying we're putting out low quality. I'm just saying I thought the bar was so high and unobtainable that it wasn't worth doing. And you're better off doing that, that kind of loom style or or Vidyard Mm -hmm. style kind of email where your face is in the bottom (laughs) and you do this quick video. And it turns out with like, with, with not much effort, I understanding the work we've been doing, you can do much greater production there. And it's, it's working right. out to be super valuable content. Right. Right. Yeah. So I think like, I, I, I think you made my point around like content that can be put out there and can get clicks and can get views does not have the bar is not as high as it needs to be. And so we're looking at, at our content from if I put this in front of my prospect, what are they going to think? Right. And I think like, that's the difference between like an SEO company that like just creates a thousand pages or, or, you know, a, a company that can create some animated video stuff like that. That's like cool. And, and I know that it kind of tells a story, but like, our approach to content creation here at union is always starts with, I'm going to put this in front of somebody like in an inorganic way. Like I'm going to email this to somebody. I'm going to text it to them. I'm going to, this this will be, yeah. yeah. Eyes will see this. this. Yeah. Yes. And somebody that I'm going to ask for, you know, a $60,000 commitment from, right. Whereas, whereas I think a lot of content on the internet right now and, and content that I see a lot of companies putting out is like, somebody was doing that to, to, you know, stuff keywords or something. Right. And, or, or was putting it out on, on social, which I think, you know, you still need to tell a good story. Um, yeah. but, but it's definitely not sales first content. And I think like, that's really where we need to, to get to and, and where, what companies should strive to is like, your marketing team should be creating content that salespeople feel comfortable deploying right out the gates and not just informational stuff. Like it could just be, you know, a, 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 a shareable piece of content can be as simple as a meme. I mean, that's literally where the term meme comes from, right? Is, is like, is like a part of language that can be shared. Um, Uh, you know, to go back to sales first, like, uh, almost cause I'm curious to know just for myself so I can better, you know, produce for you. What is your kind of definition of sales first? Like, I think I know, but like, well, what's your, yeah, yeah. I mean, think about like all the planning we've done and all the content that we've created, right? It's like, what, yep. what is the story that we're trying to tell to the prospect? 
Right. And I'm not saying that we're like some brilliant, you know, marketers. That's not the point. Yeah. Please don't. Yeah. <laughs> what, we're, what we're saying is like, if I email this link to a prospect, would, would the point be that I know what I'm talking about and I can probably help them? Yeah. Bingo. Yeah. 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 That is so, it right there. So now you've got, now you've got, now you've got, uh, like an intent data feed and all this, all, all this in good intent data. As I said, you got that technographic data. Like, so, you know, you can start to take that library of great content and segment that and say, okay, you know, I'm going to send this to this person, this to this person, this to this person, mm -hmm. because these mm -hmm. are relevant. Right. It's all That's genuine sales first. content. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 Yep. yeah. Okay. Cool. And so like that comes naturally to us. And to some of our clients after they've worked with us for a while, right? Where it's like, okay, totally. I'm going to create totally. this piece of content. Can Union use this? Yeah. And yeah. I should talk to yeah. them about it before I create it, you know? And and, and the part, I, I just tried this note down. I want to come back to it. And this is perfect. Is, um, you mentioned earlier about, you know, uh, a website's design or appearance, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so... If you have the right content that speaks to the right person, they may not even see the aesthetic of the website, right? I can't tell you mm -hmm. how many times I heard Brian Halligan say in the 2013, 2014 era of inbound marketing, like just because a website's beautiful doesn't mean it's productive, right? Yeah, and I used to I, hate yeah. that coming from like the art background. It's moving and inbound. I was like, no, they, the two need to be married. And, and like, um, just while we were on this call, I just pulled up, there's this, there's this website, Ling's Cars. It's this, this dude in uh, London. Yeah, he converts it's like the ugliest, Yeah. Yeah, it's like, everyone knows about this in marketing. It's like the ugliest website you've ever seen. It's converts like crazy. But he hits the points that people came to, like, re receive or the, the content. And so I think that, that distinction is super, super important in all of this because, like, if especially like being an agency like ourselves doing this work for our clients. Like we don't know exactly what like hits the heartstrings of the viewer of the searcher of the person searching for the topic of the content. We kind of have to trust our clients to be like, trust me, this is the stuff they want to learn about and they need to know about. These are their questions. And we're like, wow, okay. That's like a graphic stat sheet on like some engineering stuff. Right are you serious? And then it ends up being the exact right content, right? Because right. it's super technical, but that's very specific target. It's totally right on. It's the perfect thing, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, so I think I, uh, that's the, that's the point of this, this whole podcast is like content should be created sales first. And you know, if you're not, if it's not ranking SEO wise, but you're, but you're putting stuff in, you know, deals into your pipeline. Yeah. What's I think, I think my key takeaway here would be create the content that's most important to your audience. Right. And then exactly. with that, it, it decide how to use it. Right. And in, in, in different pieces will be used different ways, but I think the core foundation of it needs to be that content that is, you know, specific to the, to the needs of the person researching your service or product and you'll win. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, cool. All right, man. That was a great chat. Want to wrap it up? Yeah, dude. All right, cool. Well, I am Chris Battis. Thank you for tuning into intent topics. 
And I'm Logan Kelly. Thank you very much for stopping by. Please give us a five-star review on whatever podcast app you listen on. And we will see you next time. All right. Take care.